Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com and I'm here with Matthew from the same place as always. How are you doing, Matthew? Yeah, very well, thanks. I'm slightly sleep deprived. It's been a, it's been an interesting <laughs> few, it's five, five, six days now, five days. Um, yeah. I became a dad on Friday, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finding out all the things that you warned me about struggling through <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah we'll we'll put uh we'll put a pre-qualification in here won't we, we today we are going to talk about uh parenting and podcasting because obviously matthew's uh, situation has changed so drastically in the last uh, week so if you couldn't be more uh, less if you couldn't be less interested in uh, babies in um, parenting in family and how that relates to podcasting but actually we'll probably just end up moaning about the downsides of having kids in general <laughs> quite a lot although there's many upsides as well obviously uh, if you if you're in that situation then do tune out now because this is going to bore you to tears but if you are a parent or if you're thinking about being one in the future uh, then maybe maybe there'll be some nuggets in here eh, Matthew yeah, exactly. Although I must qualify straight up front. If you if you think I spoke a load of rubbish before, wait till you hear me now. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with, I, I, I was saying recently there that I got um I, I did get four plus hours of sleep last night, which is really that's a new record high since <laughs> I was born. Um, yeah. So me and her, with, me and the bairn have been going out um for big long walks with the pram, the back of midnight. Get let our mum yeah. get some sleep. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's actually, it's been really good um, walking around at that time of night. I've not done that for a long time and I've actually managed to start catching up on some podcasts that I've been listening to uh, now uh-huh. and then. Sometimes I have to take the headphones off because, again, I'm starting to notice all these wee subtleties about the way the world is at that time of day. So there's big gangs of seagulls <laughs> and I'm, I've, I've realised like the streets and the industrial estates and that that they hang about and they're quite territorial and at that time of night, if you're the only person walking about, They'll kind of circle you to, to escort you out oh, the yeah. area. So there's there's places <laughs> now where I'm getting to know all where I'm like the, the headphones need to come off here because I'm going to get uh, potentially attacked. Get swooped. So, yeah. So <laughs> um, funny. Aye, very interesting world at that time yeah. of day because again you've got that thing where you'll 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 pass somebody that's maybe doing a night shift on their way to work, get a wee nod, and then you'll get your Jakey who's on his his way out uh, somewhere else. Yeah. You know, bottle of buck yeah. fast. So it's a aye. it's a really interesting time. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's funny, totally isn't it? Noticing the, the different world at a different time entirely. Yeah, hi. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, and I, I thought like th- this was kind of me that talked about doing this with you, Colin. Because, yes. well, selfishly, I, I want to pick your brain about a few things, but also, <laughs> um, you know, last few weeks, and uh, we work with a lot of different companies, you know, doing partnerships and stuff like that. So, um, shout out to to Harry at Lower Street Podcast Productions, great production company, and mm. Brendan at pod page where you could make a really easy podcast website because both them have been chatting to about work related stuff recently and you know this came up that they both had wee ones very recently as well so they're very understanding and and were giving me a lot of the warnings as well um so it's i don't know if this is a maybe a pandemic thing that there's a few more babies i don't know maybe maybe they'll be referred to as a certain generation in the future so yeah yeah it is it's a it's a fact i think uh like as you know my wife works in uh in obstetrics and delivering babies quite a lot she's a she's a doctor in that area 
Um, and she has said there has been a huge, there's been a boom for sure. Like yeah. um, after what was lockdown last March, wasn't it? So you've got from yeah. March to July was mm-hmm. uh, everyone stuck in the house, nothing else to do. So, you know. I know. What, <laughs> once, you'd, once you'd completed Netflix um, and once you'd sort yeah. of played all the board games, computer games and stuff, then yeah. it was the, you know, you were running out options. So intimacy was the was the <laughs> one last uh, hobby. So um, here <laughs> we are now. We're, 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 uh, we're bearing the fruits of it now. So, but uh, no, I, I couldn't babies. be happier. It's um, the I, house is a bomb sure. site, and and I've had no sleep. <laughs> but I, I genuinely would not be happier with her. She's, yeah. she's brilliant. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I will qualify as well. Obviously, if, if long-term listeners will know, I've got a couple of kids, a fair bit older, um, six and nine, uh, and I'll qualify that. I do uh, love them to bits. I would change nothing, um, but I do like a good moan about how uh, difficult <laughs> it is still. So. <laughs> um, before we get on then, Colin, like, sure. how, how, how are we recording this call today? Oh yeah, this is cool. Well, yeah, we're recording on uh, Alitu, Alitu's call recorder. Uh, so Alitu, yeah, we launched our call recorder a fair while back now, actually, but we just haven't done a whole lot of regular podcraft in the last week, while, have we? So we've not had a chance to give it a proper um, use on podcraft itself. But yeah, we are inside alitu.com, A-L-I-T-U.com. Uh, long-term listeners, again, will know that's our podcast production tool um, designed to make it easier to make your podcast. And it was always editing originally, but yeah, we added call recording and so now we're recording our call directly in Alitu and that'll be all cleaned up and popped into our Alitu um, library for editing straight after in production so yeah it's really cool it's really nice to use it in anger actually yeah first time for me properly using it aside from you know they just can I grab you for a quick test sort of thing so yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the fact that the link remains the same so like I could just pretty link it and you know yeah. use it I like to automate stuff with Calendly so I could yeah, have my link yeah. in Calendly and then you've yep. also got that cool lock-in feature because obviously if yep. loads of people have got your link, you might be in the middle of a great interview and, and some guy just <laughs> comes up from like three episodes ago. I, I don't know why yeah, that would happen, yeah. but um, you can yeah, lock. But you never know. <laughs> it's a it's sort of safeguard against that. So I really like no, that feature. I'm, I'm all for automation, especially now when my brain doesn't great. work so well. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah, like that was always the intention with it. Actually, like there's there's many good call recording um, tools out there. Like we've used we've used a bunch of them in the past, um, and they often go quite deep on different ways to use it. Like being able to schedule rooms, being able to set up like eight different calls that you're going to do over the next few weeks, and they all have their own link, and and the link generally changes each time. Um, and that's cool. That's good in many contexts. But I don't know. I I wanted to make Alitu's one just really simple, really easy, really quick to use. Um, and so there's no scheduling or anything like that. It's just when you want to run a call, you just hit start call. You've got that same old link every single time. Like you say, you can automate it if you want, um, and you can manage the the kind of the emails and the invites and stuff um, on your own side. Um, and we might expand that later, but for now, it's um, a really nice and simple. It's kind of almost just like a, a Zoom room. You know, you send over your Zoom link. Um, and you run the call, except in, in Alitu's one, obviously it, it records it and it cleans it up and it puts it into the editor. So yeah, that's the intention. So yeah, glad you like it. Lovely stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, so will we dive on with the, the meat of the episode then? Yeah, uh, indeed. How, how, how being a new parent can affect your <laughs> podcast? And I was thinking as well, I mean, that this this applies to content creation in general. So like if yeah. you... Yeah. If you're maybe still on the fence about podcasting, but maybe you run a blog, maybe you do a bit of YouTube, maybe it's just, you know, you're running your your sort of wee small business, your side hustle, whatever. 
Um, yeah. the, the same rules apply here, don't they? It's about carving out time to get stuff done. Um, yeah, it applies to everything, doesn't it? It applies to work. It applies to yeah, even if yeah. you're whatever you're doing. Yeah, totally. It's aye. how how you handle the chaos, perhaps, or the total change in your routine and your life in general. So, uh, mm. yeah, are are you so far, or is it? Uh, <laughs> is I'm it stuff to survival. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, aye. No, the, yeah. The, the the first the first couple of days like that is I I yeah. don't even think I could remember it. Um, no, <laughs> so no. I think the dust. <laughs> very slightly settling now so it was on like yeah. it was on one of my one of my 4 a.m walks with the buggy and i was just thinking to myself yeah. like you know with this podcast it's seasonal um with my own show which is an audio drama it's very you know i, I go months and months without publishing an episode yeah. Yeah. but if you're a podcaster who is very committed to weekly or regular releases mm-hmm. i was just i was thinking to myself how would i have approached this um you know if i wanted to keep episodes going out so i think that'll be i mean a good starting point colin let's let's just dive into your like i remember not long after i met you we had arranged a little get together with a couple other podcasters in our area and you actually didn't make it because daphne was born so um, (laughs) (laughs) at that point you know you were you were doing podcraft pretty regular you you sort of started the the business in a very small way um how did, did you go into that with like a plan in mind or did it just hit you and you were like right let's um see what we could do with this uh I, yeah so so that was our second you're talking about there so we'd had yeah, a right bit enough, of the experience yeah. we'd had the we'd had you know the first time around the the bombshell of like thinking oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be easy we're gonna handle this you know all these other parents they're just like yeah they're they're chaotic they can't manage it I'm more organized, I'm more uh, resilient. <clears throat> and then you realize that that's all nonsense. Like it, <laughs> everyone gets in the same situation of wondering what the hell has just happened to me. Um, but even the second time around, you realize as well that, so I planned around um, our second DAF being similar to the first. And it wasn't in any way because they're completely different and they're very good at being unpredictable. So the birth of, of her was very different to the birth of Alistair. And and like you say, there was there was a few things I'd organized around it thinking we could manage it and I just had to call it off. Um, and I think I think that was that's the only adv- <laughs> that's some of the advice I would give people is it's really like it's to- it's so unpredictable that it's really hard to plan anything around that time um, and I think you're doing amazing right now being on on a call like four or five days in uh, you should be on paternity leave right now but just to tell everyone out there like Matthew's volunteered to do this because he wanted to keep up the work a little bit um, but I would I would not and I, but I said to you didn't I Matthew like don't if, if something comes up overnight or this morning like let's just cancel it because you need to kind of keep that in mind I think is that even if you want to try and stick to a schedule, if you want to, if you think you can, even if in the first few days it feels like you can, just always be kind to yourself during that time and and don't feel like you have to stick to something. Um, like I, I remember always just, I got the advice, get some get the sleep while your baby is. Like don't try and stick to certain routines or certain events or if people are coming around to visit but your baby falls asleep just before they come. Like give them a phone and say, look, she's just falling asleep. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna grab a few hours kip. I'm sorry, can we put it off? Like don't feel bad about that. People will understand. <laughs> just g- grab it when you can. <laughs> so I don't know, that's it's uh, chaotic advice, but it's kind of that's 
it's how I see it still, or how I remember it being certainly. So, looking at the, I mean, the birth of Alistair was your your first yeah. kid. Um, Alistair yeah. now is what? What age is he? He's nine now, nine and a bit. Nine. Yeah. So what? Uh, what sort of content were you doing back then? Was it mainly blog based content? Like I know the podcast was in its infancy, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Was the... What was that? That was like two thousand twelve. So I was still I was still working at the uni at that point. So I was still working for Edinburgh and APR uh, and doing the podcast host on the side. So we were doing podcasting, but not on a super regular basis at that point. Um, and yeah, it was just me as well. So it was just kind of, um, yeah, it was, so it was the blogging, really. I mean, I, yeah, it was it was planning ahead, really, and just trying to get some stuff queued up, I think, at that point. I did, I accounted for being off for two weeks because I was working at a proper big company. So you got like full paternity leave. Um and um and all the allowances around that and everything so i think i just planned to queue up a few things and have two three four weeks worth of stuff ready in advance mm. um, and i think you've done that as well haven't you i mean you've planned around it the whole time even though um your your new arrival came along a bit later than expected didn't she <laughs> yeah she was two weeks over yeah so i'm kind of you know I'd, I'd i'd looked at the calendar for paternity and stuff like that and kind of had an idea how it, where it might have all fallen and that's all been moved yeah. back a wee bit so yeah um, yeah yeah i mean i matt i can't speak from any experience because i'm only five days in but one of the very <laughs> early sort of things is just that for me if i'm doing something like this i'm not also trying to watch her so if i'm doing anything other than watching her somebody yeah. else needs to be watching her if that makes sense yeah. so yeah I, yeah very early on i've realized that you know, I've heard people in the past saying, "I'll just try and get that done while she's sleeping or whatever." And yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that that would work. Certainly for me, I'd rather just, yeah. like, I'd rather be doing one thing basically than give it all yeah. my attention. So do one thing well, yeah, totally. That's always good advice, isn't it? And in, in general life, I think or at least do particularly... one thing mediocre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least, yeah. Certainly in the early days, like it's it's the cheesy old cliche, but like it changes every week. Um, mm. and you want to, you want to remember it. You want to appreciate it. Like I, I kind of, I regret, I suppose, how, how hazy those memories are now. And I'm not mm. sure what I could have done more. Cause I don't think I, I tried to do too much at the time either, but, but it is, it is a, like a huge milestone in your life and, and these humans that you're going to know for, for years and decades, hopefully. And, you know, it's, it's worth it's worth not trying to do too much and and as you say be a bit mindful about it and just yeah concentrate on one thing well um, yeah and I, <laughs> I i was sort of checking with, again i've i was saying to my wife like i've had um when when you go out again with a buggy at that time of night and you, it's the opportunity to think the big grand thoughts because when you're when you're in here and you're just thinking about like i might I might get asleep in 15 minutes or she needs change. Yeah. Like those yeah. are, those are very small in the moment things that you just need to get through. <laughs> but when you get out there and you're like, you've got a bit of time to think like, well, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, the bigger thoughts about, about life and stuff. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like on the one hand, my brain's tell me, you know, just, just two weeks until things settle down, just three months until she's, she's feeding a lot less. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, but don't wish, don't wish these days away because yeah. these yeah. are, you know everyone said to me like just really enjoy it so yeah. it's this your brain's battling between wishing things forward so the dust settles but you yes. really shouldn't should you 
Yeah, totally. No, I absolutely agree. And and again, it's hard to accept that when you're in the maelstrom of it. Um, because you're right, there's tons of it is really hard and really difficult and not that much fun. But appreciating the parts that are lovely and nice and when they're just sitting peacefully staring at you and holding your finger and all that kind of stuff it's just it's lovely so yeah yeah not wishing that way it's very i mean ours are enormous now and they're already um there's already times where i can see they're not quite old enough to not want to spend time with us like they still really enjoy that but you can see it you can see it coming up like i can see alistair at nine coming on ten he's he's already got stuff that he really enjoys doing and he'll not always like if i say do you want to play something do you want to do something he'll not always say yeah 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 which he would have done a year ago two years ago and daphne yeah. still does so like it, it starts to make you think more about um appreciating that time and remembering it and yeah because you know when they're 16 or 14 or even 12 they'll be like no way i'm not going with you yeah <laughs> i'm doing my own stuff i don't want to spend a minute with you <laughs> So, yeah. I, yeah, at that yeah, time you really can true. make all the podcasts and all the blogs you like <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah. I. so like but, how yeah sorry but, oh, sorry go on i was just gonna say but yeah but it is still worth thinking about like there will still be people out there that want to keep growing their audience and keep getting their content out and keep doing these things because you can i think you could you can do both if you plan around it certainly so is that what you're about to jump into too yeah, I was just um, I was thinking about that. The now that we could maybe move on to the sort of actionable tips, which will probably mainly be coming for you, Colin, because like I say, I, I'm <laughs> I'm very much the very much the novice. Um, so I suppose if you're happy with that, just before yeah, we yeah. get to that, it's maybe worth mentioning that. Uh, and this this ties into the episode. It's it's something that we've just released. Um, a new mm-hmm. podcast host planner, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like I was saying at the start, like um. I'm uh, very into like the automation and stuff like that. And especially now I'm going to need a bit more help organizing my life uh, and any content <laughs> that I'm creating. Uh, yeah. So th- this idea sort of came about a few months ago. We decided to to produce this like physical podcast planner. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got like a how to start guide in there, a sort of whirlwind tour. We've got mm-hmm. um, pages around setting big picture goals and stuff like that for your podcast. The, the sort of things that you could come back to when things get difficult, maybe when you do have a wee one and you're very sleep deprived and you don't know why you even <laughs> started the thing in the first place. And then we've got lots <laughs> of episode templates where you could do stuff like, you know, you could uh, note down the key points that you want to cover in the episode. You've got your episode title uh, you can use you know it to document edit notes calls to action social handles all that stuff you've got pages to uh, regularly reflect on your episodes too so there we're looking at like what went well what didn't go so well what lessons did you learn even a bit of gratitude you know what are you what are you quite thankful for um yeah. last few episodes and stuff like that so um Really excited to get this out, actually. Have you got a copy yet, Colin? No, I haven't, no, because I'm only just back from Australia, so I haven't managed to get myself one yet. But, yeah, I've seen it. Like, I've seen seen the digital version. And I think, like, you and Lindsay have done such a good job on this. I think it's brilliant. Um, And we've had such good feedback on it as well. We've sent it out to about a dozen or so people in the industry and uh you you posted them all out but somehow i managed to get the thanks <laughs> like loads of people kept sending That's me how it always works going <laughs> loads of people sent me uh just a, a message saying how much they loved it and they thought it was a great little tool so yeah i think you've done a great job on it matthew well done on it um Thank you very yeah much. so no worries um, at all 
Yeah, so if you want a wee look at that and uh, you could find out a bit more if you if you maybe want to get yourself a copy, you'll find it at thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcast host planner. That's all one word, podcast host planner. Uh, have a wee look there. You'll get a sample of what's in the book. You could see if it looks like something you might use um, and you'll find out a bit more details about it as well, just uh, in general. So yeah, get a wee look yeah. at that, podcasthost.com slash podcast host planner. Cool. Is it worth, before we jump into the tips, is it worth thinking about, um, one of the things you asked was how it changed in the first year, how it changed in the first uh, five or so years. Yeah, Um, I definitely, yeah. Because if people are are in the early stages still, then uh, that can be one of the things where you think like, when when will routines begin? When will things, you know, change to this or that or make things easier or whatever? Um, So I can certainly share some of my experiences there. Although, Having talked to, I was lucky enough. It was. It's. I always find it weird that it seems like, um, and this seems quite common across the board. Like pe- people's groups of friends often end up with babies all at the same time. You said, did you say that was similar with you? Like you've got a few friends that have all had um, their first around a similar kind of time. Yeah, I mean, you could give or take three or four years, but that's not a small amount of time, is it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were, me and my group of friends, actually, we were all within like three or four months, weirdly. Really? And it was, there was no, uh, there was no collaboration and planning around this. Yeah, some was... sort of get together with a bowl and some car keys. <laughs> yeah, they all look like us. They all look like the right person. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was, there was four, f- uh, yeah, four of my best friends, four of my good friend group had babies all within six months of each other which is weird um and then another two or three within a couple of years so yeah it, it just seems like i don't know people reach a certain stage of life i guess but anyway um talking to you know sort of going through that experience with everyone you start to see some common experiences and but one of the common things is that nothing is common as well like everything everyone is entirely different every baby every kid is entirely different. So I'll, I, I can share what happened to us and some of my friends, but uh, it could be entirely different for you. But they, I think some of the stages are pretty relatively predictable. <laughs> so yeah, we could jump into that if you like. Yeah, definitely. So I so the first year, like, is there obviously a lot yeah. of changes then? Yeah, I mean, the first year, the first the first three months, I remember just being. Um, hell <laughs> combined <laughs> with yeah yeah just to, just to you know give you some expectations um because it was just you know just no sleep just so unpredictable and this is quite personality dependent as well because i'm quite i'm a relatively organized person i i relish control and being able to you know manage my own schedule and and get stuff done like i I'm happiest when I'm finishing things and completing things and making things and making progress and stuff like that. Like I'm one of those annoying people that just can't sit on holiday and, you know, just stare at the sun or sunbathe or whatever. I'm always annoying Kate to go out for a walk or something like that. Like there's a, there's a mountain over there. Let's go and, you know, do that trail over there. And, and I realize that's not a great thing in many ways. (laughs) Um, So, so that's why I think it didn't suit me. Like I, I particularly struggled with it in the first few months because I wanted to get some, you know, some blogging done or make some podcasts or or just some personal projects as well. But you just couldn't plan around it at all. Cause I found the thing that worked for us was 
we would just kind of follow the baby schedule. We would just follow when, when it was sleeping, we'd try and grab a couple hours sleep if we could, if we're not working or, but I mean, even like I said, like if people were coming to visit, we'd literally would phone and tell them, I'm sorry, can we put it off to tomorrow? We're just, we're going to go, go to bed right now because the baby's just falling asleep. And we'd just follow that for a few months because I found that was the only way to stay sane. So certainly the first two to three months were like that. Um, Although in saying that, there's also that point up to, I would say, the six-month mark, as I remember, with both of ours, where it's also actually the time where they do sleep the most. So in some ways, it's easier to get some stuff done because certainly after a few months, some some of them and ours weren't exactly the same, but we found that Alistair would sleep for six or seven hours at a time, maybe three months in. So that three to six month mark, actually, at that point, when he did fall asleep, it was relatively predictable. He'd stay asleep for at least a few hours. So I could then say, right, okay, I'm going to go and record something or I'm going to go and write something. So that was definitely, yeah, there was there was good and part and and bad parts to that first stage, I would say. <laughs> Are you seeing any evidence of those right now? <laughs> Again, I've got a very small sample size, but yeah. <laughs> I have I've noticed, you know, like I say, last night when I got in from my walk and I put I left her in the buggy and she was sleeping mm, and yeah. I, I went and I just lay on the couch and I was falling asleep, but my wife came down and she said, Look, she's staying asleep, go and get yourself a few hours. And I actually yeah. got I got over four hours last night, which has never yeah. happened yet. So um yeah. I am feeling a lot more human. I had this weird thing, like I had so little sleep in the first couple of days. I thought I was getting like tinnitus or something because my ears were ringing really heavily. Oh yeah, really. Um, and I, I'm, I'm assuming I didn't Google it because you know what these things are like. Some suddenly yeah. I've got a brain tumor, um, so I, <laughs> I just sort of um, put it down to sleep deprivation, which it obviously yeah. was, um, yeah. but a bit better today. So yeah, yeah the first yeah. so the first year, you know, um, that's obviously going to be the most the most variables i would assume like what about the first five years yeah for sure i mean yeah after that six months that second six months is kind of difficult in that you they at that point they start crawling about and things like that um and causing a bit of chaos so even yeah (laughs) but they but this is where you find like a mixer or your settings are done or or a cable out and you can't you can't find where it goes or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that always affected you as well, didn't it? Alistair would come into the office and like play around with the mixer and then you'd come in to record something the next day and be like, what the, what's happened Yes, <laughs> that literally did happen, yeah, more than a few times. <laughs> yeah, sorry again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, that, I found actually that, that really hard in that they did sleep more at that point, but they were very hard. They, they needed so much attention because they're always walking about and they're always looking for you. And when they're babies, when they're awake, at least they'll kind of, if they're happy, they'll just lie there and you can, you can chat away or you can get something done, like you can cook the dinner. But yeah, that second six months, if they're awake, you're having to like be with them and entertain them. And, and that's fun and lovely in many ways, but it also gets, uh, you know, exhausting at times as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beyond beyond that, I, I mean, at that point, I think during that year, I think the kind of, I feel like the keys were really just around not having, this This maybe sounds defeatist in some ways, but not having huge expectations, like mm. not planning too much, like being realistic about what you're planning. So still plan for your regular content, still plan for getting something out every week, but um 
maybe just plan around that for six months, like just plan around, you know, maintenance mode almost um, mm-hmm. in many ways, like still put out some good stuff and still, but, but don't go out and do those really ambitious ones, like go out and interview three people and put it all together into one episode and, you know, the kind of the bigger projects. Um, certainly you want to maintain it. You want to try and set that schedule, but, but be a bit more flexible with it and actually just try and record something when you can fit it in. And, and you know what, if during that six months, if your schedule ship, uh, slips a little bit and you don't post one week, it's not going to kill your show. Like that's what mm. we always tell people that, don't we, Matthew? Like you, you can miss a week and, and your loyal listeners will miss it, but they won't blame you for it especially if you've been honest and open on your show and you've been transparent you've said what situation you're in they'll be like oh it's all good he's he's um he's obviously having a an, a non-sleeping week and needs a bit <laughs> of a break um so yeah again it's being kind to yourself and, and realizing that it's not going to kill your show just missing one week or letting one slip by a few days yeah i think do you, so do you, do you think that like paint and especially in these early days do you think that could make you more efficient in terms of like before you know if you if it's just you and your partner at home and you know you've got eight hours after work before you go to bed to to do something you might just you might kind of go and start it and then you might lose interest you go and get distracted you do something else whereas now it's like look i've got maybe yeah. 45 minutes i'm going to really just sit down get the headphones in and just hammer this out do you think that's a, yeah. a fair point yeah so i, I mean, that's a really good point <clears throat> and it's one that i've heard um talked about by other people as well and i definitely experienced that to an extent um i remember uh um pat pat flynn talks about this as well he had that experience too um and and there's a few other yeah a few other folk in the industry i yeah for sure you you are so much more focused you you decide like so the baby's asleep now so i've got an hour and a half to do this so there's no faff there's no messing around no procrastination you just get it done um and you know that what's that um there's a kind of maxim around a time will uh, sorry a task will always expand to fill the time allowed so if you have an hour to get a good episode done you will get a good episode done and you'll you'll make it work so yeah, there's definitely someone around that being more efficient and yeah, setting yourself really defined time goals for it. Like maybe not setting a particular time to do it, but say, right, at one point today, I've got an hour when the baby is sleeping to get this episode done. And as soon as that um, you hit that point, you're like, right, that's what I'm doing. There's no checking emails. There's no checking social. This is what I'm doing and get it done. Yeah, that's a good point. So, like, the, there are some tips here that we're just going to run through. And one that's just came to me that I've not even got down here is mm-hmm. um, that you might want to rethink your show's format. If say, if, say, your podcast, you know, you're doing it every week and you're doing the Rogan-style three-long-hour interview. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's a lot of work around finding guests, scheduling the interview, a lot of work around the research you know, recording yeah. the thing itself is going to take a lot of time producing it and stuff like that. So yep, yep. maybe you're going to say to your listener, look, um, we are completely revamping things for the next at least three months. What I'm going to yeah, do instead sure. is just bring you um, a wee 15 minute valuable episode, you know, still very much on topic, but we're just mixing things up. This is this is what's going on at the moment. And this is what yeah, we're going to sure. do just to keep these episodes going out. Um, yep. do, do, you, do you think that sort of thing puts your audience at risk you know of your numbers maybe drop more that do you think that's a fair shout i i honestly don't think so no i think if you've if you've built a show 
where you it's around your content, your thinking, your your personality, this the stuff that you deliver. You'll know your audience. You'll know what they like, what they don't like. So you can build a new structure around that and and have every chance of maintaining like 99% of of the people that listen to your show just now. And and equally if you have built that loyalty and people enjoy your show and they enjoy your personality and your content, then they'll even if you change it to something that they don't enjoy as much, uh, as long as you explain what's happening, if you're honest about it, you give them maybe a time frame like for the next 3 months I'm going to do this, then they'll they'll go with you because that's the great thing about podcasting. It's that loyalty. It's that credibility, that kind of trust, that fandom that you can build with the people that listen to your show. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Cutting it down, maybe making things a bit more simple, even doing solo shows or, or shorter shows, whatever it might be. Put out like a five minute tip every week instead of your two hour epic <laughs> mm-hmm. just to keep things going for sure. Yeah. As long as you keep contact with people and and communicate what's going on, I think you can get away with most things. Go on then, Colin. Hit me with a hit me with another tip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's there's two things that um, two things that I often bang about, or uh, just for general bang on about, uh, just in general podcasting, um, which is uh, batch recording and seasons. So, I mean, seasons based podcasting. Um, quick summary being, you just you you pick a topic and you cover it over maybe one, two, three months, and you take breaks. Um, and it kind of it gives you uh, it, it creates a, a block of content where you talk about one thing bit by bit over you know a certain couple of months or a certain time frame. And there's huge benefits in doing that type seasons based approach for general podcasting, but particularly when you are time limited, when you're resource limited, when you've got a baby, um, using seasons could really help because the big thing one of the big benefits is that you can plan it so much ahead so you can sit down and say right for this season i'm going to cover um, podcasting equipment so i'll plan out eight episodes around podcast equipment episode one will be mics episode two will be mixers episode three will be software episode four will be blah 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 and you can plan that all out really in depth in just an hour or two so you can take one of your little time slots that you get plan out the season and then you've got that in the bag and then next time the baby falls asleep or next time you get a couple of hours you don't have to cast around for a topic or think about planning all you do is you pull out that list and you record the next episode on the list um, and because it's seasons based as well it means you can take breaks in between the seasons as well so you can record it all and then take a month break and, and and enjoy that time sort of a little bit more free with your kid or whatever you want to do with that time um, and mentioning batch recording as well when you pl- plan out a season because you've planned it all ahead you can record three four or five episodes all at once so you can sit down and you can if you get two hours maybe you can record two or three half hour episodes all at once and then that's three works where uh, three weeks worth of work done and in the bag and then you can schedule them to go out and then you can just relax and not worry too much about your schedule from then on so i think they work for general day-to-day life um in podcasting but particularly when you're time limited resource limited sleep deprived all that stuff <laughs> so that could work what else and do you think the, matthew any other tips oh sorry go on. just on the batch recording yes yeah, because it's not like this creeps up on you you know you, you know with a good few yes. months to spare that this is going to yeah. be happening don't you so yeah if you are very particular about you know and you're determined to stick to that schedule whether that's weekly or whether it's just you know bi-weekly or just regular 
and you're determined to stick to that, then you've got plenty fair warning that, you know, maybe yeah. maybe every second week, let's sit down and get an extra episode in the can. That means, yep. you know, those first three months, if things are chaotic, which it looks like they will be, um, yeah, I do have yeah. I do have that buffer. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously, yeah. the only only caveat is like if you do a a very very sort of current affairs podcast you again yeah, you might have yeah. to rethink the format slightly keep it on topic but do something a bit different you're not maybe yeah. going to be able to keep up your daily news podcast but yes. uh, you know maybe <laughs> switch to taking a look at the news for 25 years ago every week or yeah. every fortnight so yeah yeah exactly yeah that's the thing isn't it like you can be doing a normal non-seasonal show just week by week by week but in the two or three months leading up to the birth of uh, of your kid, you can you can maybe on the side be recording a 10, 12 episode season, which will cover your first three months um, about something different. And you can say, I don't normally do seasons, but during the next two months, during July and August, I'm going to be looking after my my new baby. And therefore, I'm going to put out a pre-recorded set of eight episodes, which will cover that time. So it's still going to be great content for you guys. I'm recording it just now. Um, so it's going to be kind of not as timely as normal, but I hope you forgive me. Um, and I'll put it out for those two months and still give you something to listen to. Um, yeah, that bit of planning can make all the difference. Uh, Anything else, Matthew? Yeah, this next one, it's, I would say this isn't without its risk, but to mm-hmm. to try a temporary guest host um, mm-hmm. is an idea that you, that you might want to weigh up. So, you know, that could be a occasional co-host that might have been a guest who came across really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, somebody that's willing to do it and, and yep. put a lot of work in or put a bit of work in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say it's not without its risk because I know this from my own experiences as a listener. I've yeah. seen podcasts do this temporarily. You know, maybe the uh-huh. host has been, like you did recently, Colin, moving around the other side of the world. They've handed <laughs> the reins over for a month to somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. I do find, even though I'm completely reasonable and it's great that they've done this uh, to keep the podcast going out, <laughs> the content's great. Uh, and I find myself, this wee voice is like, what are they doing there? I want the usual guy, you know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the really like unreasonable expectations we have as listeners sometimes. And I yeah, do find totally. myself very briefly thinking that. And then I go on yeah. and really enjoy the episode. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, po- podcast listeners, they can sometimes be a wee bit unreasonable. I include myself yeah. in that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's not without its risk. And it's obviously it's not so easy to do either because you're asking yeah. somebody to to do quite a lot of work, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. But I think I think you mentioned a key point with it that could make it work really well earlier, which is if it's someone familiar already. Like maybe you do have a, a co-host that comes on every now and again, or maybe you've had a guest that appears that has appeared a couple of times. So your listeners are familiar with this person because I think that's always the key with podcasting, isn't it? Like people tune in because they know you, they trust you, they like you, um, and you're familiar every week. They know what to expect. So if it's somebody that um, has appeared there, has built a bit of trust already, then that can make all the difference. Um, and that doesn't suit everyone, obviously. Not all shows are interview shows. Um, not all shows are co-hosted shows. So it might be that that doesn't exist. But yeah, it, it's worth a try, I would say. And and again, you might, as long as you communicate it well, as long as you say, right, we're going to have a guest host for the next four to six episodes, um, but I'm going to be back in mid-August, whatever it might be, then even if people say, oh, well, I'm just not going to bother listening to those, but I'll be back at that point. As long as you communicate it right, I think it can still work. Uh, before we move on to the next one, Colin, I've just I've kind of thought of another one on the fly. Yeah. And this is okay. this is something that you might do if you've got a bit of budget behind you. 
So mm-hmm. say, for example, you know, I've, I've been running this podcast, I've got 100 plus episodes. What I could do is go onto like a platform like Fiverr, or maybe I know somebody that I could pay to do this. And I could just say, mm-hmm. look, there's all my episodes. Uh, go go out, you know, here's the budget, here's the, the time I could allot to this. Go through them and just pick out themed clips. So, for example, you know, maybe ah, yeah, yeah. maybe yep. in every episode you finish with one particular question. What's your top tip or top advice for this or yeah, that? Yeah. Um, so you get somebody to go and just pull all those episodes out and just put an episode together for you, like a montage. We've talked about these a lot in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, they might, they might pull out other stuff that has a reoccurring theme. So you could actually create episodes without you even being involved, and it's still the content you created. It's just archived. Uh, content but it's produced in a completely different way and it's refreshed and invigorated and the listeners tend to really enjoy that sort of stuff yeah for sure absolutely it's the the classic uh flashback episodes on uh, you know sitcoms when they have a break over a holiday or something like that and <laughs> they just pull back all the old ones yeah if you've got a, if you've got a deep uh, episode uh, back catalogue, go back in and people have to be refreshed you'll have plenty of listeners that have never listened to those old episodes as well so that could work really well what about any more? I think we've got a, a couple more, Matthew. What what other ones do you want to share? Um, well, before we get to the, the, the last one, I suppose um the just just thinking about alternative ways to maybe record your show because we do yep. get a bit stuck, you know. We invest in like I'm sitting in my wee booth that I've got at home, I've got my mic and everything set up around me. Maybe yeah. you get a bit attached to that, but you know, depending on how things go with the kid and what your setup is and how much uh, you're having to look after them yourself, you might just think about alternative ways to record your show, like going out to the car maybe. You know, maybe that's yeah. going to be a better yeah. place for you to record. Um, there's yeah. lots of good uh, equipment these days to, to take your show for a walk. Um, we've talked about it in the past. Tools like the, the Rode Smart Lav Plus, the, the Rode Wireless Go is one that we've looked at quite recently as well. Yeah, Basically okay. lavalier mics. And you can yeah. just uh, get the buggy, go out there and record your episode as you're walking around and it'll, it'll create something really unique and quite memorable for, for you yeah. as well. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. so I yeah. guess, yeah, don't, don't, don't think that recording means sitting down in this perfect yeah. uh, optimal conditions that you've created. Maybe you're just going to have to rethink it a wee bit for a while. Yeah, I came across a show recently, which was uh, a guy who was doing a, a nature show talking about foraging and, and wild food and stuff like that. And he was just out in the forest, just recording stuff. Mm. <laughs> and, it, and obviously that was kind of the theme of his show. So it was more expected. But even if you do a show about gaming or marketing or something like that, like if you just you're on a walk with your with your baby along the um along the promenade or something like that like there'll be a bit of surrounding noise but the, the sound of seagulls and waves crashing and stuff might be quite relaxing to people to hear in the background so yeah, yeah. absolutely it's a really good idea <laughs> um so last one we've got down colin what is it then yeah, I mean, the, the big one really is, uh, and it kind of tie. I mentioned a wee bit of it in the seasons one, but like, don't don't be afraid just to take a break. Like, just be honest and tell people, look, my child is due to come on, uh, you know, July 1st, uh, and I'm going to just take July off because I want to just relax and enjoy my first month with him or her. <laughs> so um, I know it's not ideal, but I'm going to be back 1st of August. Um, I hope you can bear with me through the four weeks, um, but I'll be back and I'll be bigger and better at that point. <laughs> and I think that's like that honesty, that that transparency, just communicating that to people, your your listeners will come along with you. You'll lose a, a couple of, of grumpy ones, perhaps, 
a couple of impatient ones, but they probably weren't your loyal audience in the first place anyway, if that's the case. Yeah, you'd so, have yeah. to be pretty unreasonable to argue with that, wouldn't you? For sure. Yeah, totally. So I think, yeah, don't feel bad about it and just go for it. Um, I mean, we'll, we we do podcraft on a seasonal basis anyway, don't we? And we're kind of on a break right now anyway, because I was moving and now you're having um, a baby, obviously. So we're kind of, we're taking an extended break at the moment and just popping in this one, hopefully to keep people going. But um, yeah, we're, I think it's fine. It's fine. We've had many, we've seen many shows and we've had much experience with podcasts that have taken breaks like that. And more often, much more often than not, most of the time they come back with just about the same listeners, if only a little bit less that builds back up again really quickly. Lovely stuff. Um, any closing thoughts on that? But I, I have found that really useful. It's made me feel a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think I think it's just kind of... Yeah, it's going back to those um, cliches again. Just enjoy the time. Enjoy the time. Try and appreciate all the bits you can. Be easy on yourself. Just take those breaks when you need them and and know that it's going to change. Do you know one of the, I, I, I think most advice about kids and babies is useless because like I said, they're all so different. So anything mm-hmm. somebody tells you is generally uh, there's a small chance it'll apply to you and if it does apply to you it'll probably change within the week um, but that w- that was the one bit of advice actually that uh, that did hit home to me and made me feel better about many things was everything that happens with a kid is just a phase so whether it's something bad it'll pass like in a few weeks they'll be doing something different so whatever's happening right now that's annoying you it'll pass and it'll be changing in a couple of weeks uh, but equally any really good thing if they're sleeping for you know overnight that's going to change again (laughs) in a couple of weeks so i appreciate it while you can get as much sleep as you can while you can um so yeah everything's a phase just enjoy um or enjoy what it is or um look forward to when it finishes in in a very short period (laughs) so i hope that uh, hope that helps in some way very useful yeah so um i we we change of tactic podcast and parenthood it's been a a fine (laughs) wee discussion um any closing uh, pointers for the listener? We've mentioned a couple of things already, how we were recording the call and uh, the podcast yeah. host planner as well. Yeah, no, I think just to come back into that, yeah, like Alitu, call recorder. Yeah, if you want to try it out, we'd love you to come and try it, the call recorder now. Um, if you record your calls um, in other ways, then if you want to include your call recording in your editing package, Alitu can do it all. So you can record your calls in there. It'll clean up the call It'll do your noise reduction. It'll do your leveling, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then pop it in right into the episode builder so that you can then add your theme music really simply. Um, we've now we've just released actually the new episode builder, which can do transitions between every single clip on the timeline. So now if you've got like five or six different clips, we can do overlaps and transitions between every single one. So that's really cool. Um, so yeah, go over to alitu.com, A-L-I-T-U.com, and you can get a seven-day trial. And what about the podcast planner, Matthew? Do you want to give it a final mention? Yeah, sure. So the podcasthost.com slash podcast host planner. That is the the book that I'm going to rely on now to get me through. Now that my brain has pulled in several <laughs> different directions, I'm going to need something physical, tangible, you know, off, offline, basically. Um, yeah. And I'm going to document everything, you know, my podcast episodes, my plans, my reflections, yeah. things like that. So yeah, Great podcast stuff. host planner. 
Yeah, I'm going to get hold of that actually now. I'm going to uh, go and get myself ordered a, a few copies and uh, start planning out some stuff. Number we're, we're one in new... the oh, yeah? number one in the digital audio charts on Amazon. I don't know about nice. you, Colin, but that to me is the biggest chart on Amazon. So it is absolutely. It's the only one I keep an eye on. <laughs> you know, when people release a book and they always say this is a number one bestseller. And then you actually look at the small print and they say, number one in um, obscure category number three. And that's yeah, their, it's, uh, that's, it's classic new, on the front. It's, it's classic new and noteworthy. Like it's impossible yeah. not to, you know, everyone got in there basically. Yeah, and I think if you release a book on Amazon, category. it will it will it will be number one on a chart somewhere. Somewhere. It won't, it's just <laughs> inevitable. But it's, it's a good boast, you know. Um, yeah. Absolutely. No, it is. It's genuinely good. Like, I think that actually is a popular category. And I think, um, yeah, I think people have reacted really well to it. So it's really cool. So yeah, I'm going to go and get one. We're, we're going to play. I'm, I'm kind of planning a new show at the moment, actually. I've not told you about this yet, Matthew, but I'm planning something um, from us that's a bit less podcast related and a bit more general. There's a couple of different ideas, actually. So I'm going to grab one and uh, start jotting some stuff down and I'll share it with you soon. Exciting stuff. Look forward to that then. <laughs> perfect all right well you go and get some sleep right now uh go and enjoy your time with brooke and uh, yeah i'll talk to you on a podcraft episode sometime soon and in um, classic don't do what we do uh example we have no idea when we're going to record our next episode uh, but hopefully it'll be this side don't of 2022 <laughs> yeah got a, got a few ideas about the next season just need to let the dust settle on on Colin's yeah. travels around the world and my travels into the um, darkest reaches of nappies as well so indeed, indeed. but yeah no it'll be on a serious note it'll be it will hopefully aim to do one in um, I don't know maybe late maybe mid to late September so yeah stay tuned um, over the next four to six weeks and we'll hopefully have a we'll have a new season for you ready so yeah don't go away we'll see you there